Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life, and for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, award-winning certified exit planning advisor, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the exit planning podcast for business owners. Our guest for this episode, did I say guest or guests? I meant to say guests, are first of all, the founder and partner of a fractional marketing service firm, and then his client, who's going to be sharing the story of how his firm has grown significantly, especially with the help of this particular fractional marketing services firm, who also happens to be an esteemed sponsor of the show. But first, we are going to hear from those show sponsors. Right now, there's a record number of buyers looking for businesses, and many businesses are selling at a premium. To get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth, contact a broker at Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880. We're Minnesota's largest seller of companies. Let us help you maximize your life's work. Call 612-455-0880 or visit sunbeltmidwest.com. What we see with many businesses is that they've never gotten marketing to work consistently and the marketing they do doesn't meaningfully impact their bottom line. Data approaches it differently by partnering with clients for long-term, sustainable marketing solutions. They start with a consultative, crawl-walk-run approach that helps you scale your marketing efforts naturally. Data provides marketing for the long-time success of your business to tell your story in a compelling way and to make sure the value you bring is apparent to everyone. Go to data.com for more information. That's D-A-Y-T-A dot com. Trustpoint will design and manage a 401k plan that fits your company's needs. They handle everything from record keeping and investments to employee education and ongoing administration. And they take on the highest level of fiduciary responsibility to ensure your 401k plan is compliant. You already have plenty to keep you up at night. Your 401k plan should not be one of them. Visit TrustPointInc.com for more details. For business owners, it can be overwhelming to start planning a transition or exit strategy, but it's so important to avoid unwanted outcomes and unexpected tax bills. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knutson & Company, can guide you and help make sense of the numbers. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we've assisted countless companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business is a process that takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. That's jakcpa.com. Hey, everybody. We're back in the studio with Luke Reardon, who is the founder and partner with Data, one of our show sponsors, as well as his client, Tim Kramer, who is the president of Tom Kramer, Inc., and gentlemen, I'm so excited to have you here in the studio for the show. This is going to be really fun. Thanks for having us, Julie. Yeah, Absolutely. appreciate being here. Absolutely. Well, um, Luke is actually going to be our interview t- interviewer, I should say, today. And so I'm just going to have you take it away, Luke. Yeah, big shoes to fill. So thanks, Julie, okay. for, for having us on. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tim, 
great to have you here as well. We've known each other for about 10 years, which is hard yeah. to believe. So when I was looking through our client list to see who would be a good fit to join myself and Julie on this call, it made a whole lot of sense to, to invite you. And uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more of the viewers, uh, the listeners, I should say. I'd love to hear a little bit more about TKI, who you are, and maybe throw in your, um, uh, your service areas as well, too. That might help uh, just get a feel for where you provide these services. Yeah, no, appreciate being here, and it's been a good partnership with Data, so I appreciate the invite. Uh, Tom Kramer, Inc., TKI, um, primarily, uh, at least originally, was a, a solid waste company in the roll-off dumpster business, serving the Alexandria, St. Cloud, and now recently the Buffalo market, um, but then also have expanded into the portable storage space, so maybe like a pods, you can rent a container, uh, a lot of times on construction sites. Um, then we also sell those. So the portable storage side of the business brings us into additional markets. So all of the three that I just said, but also Duluth and the Minneapolis market. Um, so primarily dumpsters and portable storage. Yeah. So Tim, <clears throat> I know how you got into the business and it's an you know, awesome story. It's a great family business as well, but Love the listeners. I'm sure would love to hear a little bit more background on TKI and how you personally got into, uh, you know, running the the organization. Yeah, I mean we're we're third generation. My brother and I. So my brother and I are the owners. Um, Tom would be our dad, the namesake of the business, and it goes back to my grandpa uh, in the 30s. Mm-hmm. And the company has certainly evolved over those 86 years, if my math is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. But Brian and I, in our role here at TKI, you know, it really wasn't a hard decision. We both had the passion for the business, and and we went off to college. And uh, when we came back, um, we were ready to work in the business. And we, my dad, had a real um, sophisticated strategy. He said, uh, "the the the company's too small uh, for two of you. Let's try to grow the business." And uh, we were excited by that. And um, we're able to successfully grow the dumpster business and then pivoted and added the storage container line. Um, but yeah, family business, 86 years, it's, it's been a fun journey. Uh, came right out of college and started working for the family business. Yeah. And very common. I mean, it's a common story that we hear from our client base to Tim about who and who we like to work with. Those second generation, third generation is, is more rare, but when that that next generation comes in and there is that hunger to grow the, the, the business data is often a really great, great fit. And that's, that's a big chunk of our client base of our 90 clients. It's the vast majority of them, maybe 75%. So, um, Tim love to hear too, from your perspective, we, we talked about this pre-show, but how we first met, it was, uh, at one of our educational events, uh, and, if you wouldn't mind sharing your perspective of how you came to understand data and what we do, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, and I don't remember where I stumbled on the ad or the the marketing or or what, but Data U, I think is what it was called, right? And yeah. inviting people over to learn more about social media. Um, you know, again, this goes back ten years, and social media has really uh, changed in the last ten years. But we knew as a company that social media um, was a place that we wanted to be. We thought that we needed to be. And really, I think it's try to meet our customers where they were going. And at that time, it was a lot of Facebook and Instagram. Of course, today, it's it's more platforms. Um, but we wanted to be, I don't want to say early adopter, but 10 years ago, it was a different world in how businesses were treating social media. And we thought it was important, to maybe a, a new way of word of mouth. Um, you know, in, in the Cold Spring and St. Cloud market that we've been in for 86 years now, maybe a little bit different story than it is in a new market, Glenwood or Alexandria, and we go into Duluth to really be able to use social media 
um, to get awareness out there, tell our story, tell our brand, and really see the the backside of TKI. Yeah, and that's that's where we were focused, Julie, right away in the early days of data. We've been around for 12 years now. So we met just a couple years after we, we started, or I started the company. And a, definitely a central theme for our most successful clients are the ones that are doing exactly what Tim described there is meeting the customers where they're at and evolving the business along the way. So, um, I just wanted, well, I just wanted to ask, uh, how does the fractional marketing, um, come into play then? Cause you guys have been together for a while and I know that's the service that you guys offer, which might be helpful for you to just give us a 30 second snippet on what that is for the listeners who aren't familiar. Yeah. And, uh, absolutely. So we in 2014, we were just focused on providing social, um, did a little bit of other online activities as well. But now, as our company's e- grown and evolved, uh, we've also invested in technology as well. We provide our customers with pods, a fractional team, essentially. So it's like a fractional marketing department. And Tim and TKI get to leverage that as they've grown tremendously, and you'll hear more about that later. Mm. Um, they can use as little of that team as they want initially. And then, or as, as much as they need to uh, as well. So it allows for a scalable uh, relationship between data and the customer. So they get all the experts that they need, but really they don't have to have the full-time staff mm-hmm. um, on board. Perfect. Awesome. Obviously, our relationship has you know evolved over ten years. That you know, hopefully would go without saying. I don't think we'd still be a client, uh, have client relationship with you if we didn't. But what are some uh, pivotal moments that you recall from from our partnership, um, moving from the point where we were just focused on social and then started to build that team and provide a, a full team uh, on a fractional basis to customers like yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, example that comes to mind is, you know, early on with j- just on the social side, you know, as our company continued to expand and grow, we're looking for more uh, resources, whether it's, uh, you know, some design uh, services or, um, you know, the one product that we took on, um, you know, a little over two years ago that finished up a year ago was the website build out. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's an example of you guys pivoting and, and going to where your customers need to be met because had you guys not offered that service, you know, we, we potentially go to somebody else, right? Obviously to get that website built. And then how does SEO and social media all play in? So I think for us, we found value in kind of the the one-stop shop and having those different experts on on the data team in that pod, as you call it. Um, so I think that's a good example is, is you guys getting into that uh, into the website side and, and us rolling out a new website with you guys. Yeah. And <clears throat> another... Uh, example just of TKI's growth too, because we've we've both have have had some uh, really uh, solid revenue growth over the years, and we've also gotten into different services like Tim described as well. But the one that really stood out to me was when uh, TKI in 2019, Tim, you gave me these numbers, so um, thanks for that. Was selling 877 containers uh, per year. That back in 2019, and then uh, just last year they ended uh, by selling uh, 2,438 storage container containers. Excuse me. So it's quite a bit of growth. And mm. um, Tim, if you wouldn't mind elaborating uh, on that more uh, as well, so you can give just people an understanding of where that growth came from and uh, what what you attribute a lot of it to. Yeah, and and to be clear, when we talk shipping containers, the the cargo containers you see on a train or on a boat 
you know, people buying those for maybe up at their hunting land or behind the tire shop or the restoration company or at their house. Uh, that's what we're talking. So we, we got into the rental side of it and decided that we really wanted to also offer the selling of those portable shipping containers. And we really leaned on on data to really help build that out. Where do we need to be on Google? What do we want to be doing with social? How do we drive traffic to it? And really a different marketing style than what we had been doing with the renting of storage containers, but also dumpsters where it's maybe more brand awareness. Hey, I need a dumpster. Oh, that's right. TKI does that. Then they call us. Whereas I think in a storage container, people are maybe on Facebook marketplace and they're scrolling for things like, oh, that's right. I can get a container from TKI. I wonder how much those cost. So a little bit of a different style. And we really um, you know, went to data, frankly, and said, hey, we want to sell a lot more of these. Uh, we're, we're going into other markets. Can you help us uh, pour gas on the fire um, and help us take off? And I think the numbers, those are real numbers. They, they stand for themselves. Um, and it's something that we're, you know, we're, we're proud of, and we want to continue to do more of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Go ahead, Julie. Yeah, I just wanted to ask. So with all of this growth, is that primarily attributed then to this marketing strategy? Um, or did you make any acquisitions along the way? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I don't know if I can give data all of the credit, uh, but no, it, <laughs> uh, um, you know, there, there was some acquisitions in there, but from, from 2019 on, and that's why I took that data set, we, we, had, we, had not, we have not acquired any companies that are selling storage containers. So that is organic growth. We mm. have done some things where, you know, um, expanded in markets and, and maybe built a yard and, and done some things other than just the traditional marketing. So I think there is other factors that play into it. Um, but really the, the, the line share is the business is mostly the same, providing mostly the same services in the same areas, just selling more of that widget. In this case, the widget's the shipping container. Yeah. And looking into the, the numbers too, and Tim and I were discussing this, one thing I want to give TKI a lot of credit for, and Danessa, uh, a team member on, on at TKI, is their customer service is is excellent. They stay really focused on what they do best uh, in there, and then also expanding their service lines uh, along the way. But absolutely, we, we can't do our job if there's poor service, um, you know, or poor right. follow up. And they're getting those conversions to come through their website, form fills, and calls, and they're catching them. And we're having great communication about. Are these good leads? Are they quality mm-hmm. stuff uh, that's coming through? And it is leading to to growth that way. Can you speak to their net promoter score at all? Well, we've <clears throat> we've done a lot when it comes to online reviews. I don't think we actually use like NPS. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as, Tim, is that something that you're using right now? Uh, no. Yeah. So we're we're doing a lot when it comes to uh, online reputation management. Mm-hmm. So. You can look up TKI and just see, read the reviews. They speak for themselves. Yeah. Uh, for sure. So, and that's how people do a lot of their research today right. as well. For sure. Cool. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Tim, the other thing, you know, going off that, that I wanted to highlight, and it, it goes back to some of the expansion that you've done, not, not on the organic side, but Julie mentioned about the acquisitions as well, since we are a poised for exit. Uh, podcast here. Talk a little bit about um, some of those strategic acquisitions that you've made and you know if and where it's applicable, where data helped you um, bring on those uh, new brands and organizations. Yeah, we've done, I think since, since I've been uh, involved with the family business, I think we've done eight or nine acquisitions, um, ranging in size, uh, of course. 
But you know, you go into an acquisition. You know, let's use the 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 plant demo, but Buffalo yeah. um, market, and because that's just uh, you know less than two months old. So we we lean on data. I mean, simple things, right? Let's get the Google, uh, just your, your Google address and the business page set up. You know, some of these businesses out there don't have those. So we'll, we go to them and and we talk uh, shortly after an acquisition, or or if we can, we disclose it ahead of time so we can be acting quickly. But make sure the phone numbers are right. Make sure you got your Google uh, list. Uh, corrected of course that's simple but then really trying to come up with a strategy on what is our messaging there what 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 is the brand and of course Tom Kramer Inc. and the brand in a new market, right? We approach that a little bit different than if it's going to be in the Cold Spring or St. Cloud market that we've been for a long time. So work through a strategy, um, you know, have stuff that's green lit, lit day one so we can start uh, putting some, uh, whether it be a Google ad, whether it's Facebook ads, different things like that, um, you know, and some other uh, strategies that we roll out. So we've definitely leaned on data that when we go in these other markets to really get the awareness, I guess would be the way to say, yeah. get the awareness out there. Again, Another difference there, I'd say, between how we are working with TKI and maybe how other, if if you're a business owner listening and you might be working with your agency, some of those like strategic business moves where you're making an acquisition, marketing is sometimes viewed as an afterthought, like, oh, we acquired this company, now what, Um, when it comes to marketing. Tim and Danessa and the team at TKI think about, uh, like just what he said there, yeah. we're going into a new market. How do we need to act differently? Where right. This isn't cold spring where everybody knows TKI and people you know, go, I spy TKI every time they see a, a roll-off dumpster uh, along the way. Uh, so I, yeah. I give them a lot of credit about bringing marketing to the leadership team level and uh, from a strategic standpoint, we come along uh, w- with those conversations. Well, and it isn't then what you're saying is that it's not just a plan for the launch itself. It's a pre-launch plan, right? Just like any hot show on Netflix or any studio that's going to be producing anything new, right? Any new album, any new book, anything new that has that needs an audience right out of the gate, you know, it's that pre-launch plan. How are we going to build the hype so that when we actually do open the doors, that people know that we're coming, they're expecting it, right? And right, hit the ground running, like you said. Yeah, it's and marketing has gotten complex. I mean, it was it was getting there in the early days when Tim and I first met. It needed we needed to educate um, a lot of the business owners and some of the intricacies of social media. But as an example, with expanding into another market, just looked up. TKI, we're running nine different campaigns um, that are specifically to the expansion um, <clears throat> there. So it's it's not as simple as hey, let's make sure we're doing the you know what we need to on Instagram, right, or on on, on Google, making sure that we're showing up in the searches. It it does get very complicated, and we need to tie that all back. Like Tim uh, is going to want to see what are the results if we come to him and say we think you're going to need to spend this much in order to help you make an impact on this new market. Tim's going to want to see what the results are there. Yeah, and one yeah. one thing I'll add to that is it, it's been pretty fluid. In, in the COVID days, a couple of years ago, supply and demand, one example, containers weren't available. We had all of our containers on rent, and it was a hard hard getting containers to sell for at least a short period of time. So we we quickly changed our strategy. What we didn't have at that time was enough employees. So we would take some of that budget, we adjusted it like, hey, let, more of our ads are going to be about TKI and we're hiring in our culture and come work for TKI. And that was something that we made on the fly. And then as inventory came back and okay, now we're sending stuff, then we'll quickly readjust to start uh, focusing the marketing on other other uh, targets. So Tim, I mean, one of the things that I wanted to highlight too is just the growth that you've 
not only in the the storage container um, area, you've seen a lot of growth there, some positive metrics, but I'm going to, I'll set it up a little bit here, but you've seen uh, from our side of things, we've seen a 269% year over year increase in form submissions and a 39% year over year increase in calls coming from the website. And that that's just at the end of last quarter's numbers. So um, <clears throat> love to hear how that's coming through. Like when a lot of times businesses might be getting um, results and data from their advertising agency or marketing company. How is how, how are those numbers that I just went through actually showing up in your P&L, uh, in profits, top line revenue? If you want to speak to that, that'd be be great. Yeah, we, we, we've had success in growing the company. Um, again, a focus on both uh, via acquisition, but also organic, right? We don't want to just rely on growth from an acquisition. We have to make sure that we're keeping our current customers and keeping them satisfied. And if we're going to go into a new market, then let's get dialed in and let's be all in on that market or another product or whatever it is. So we've been fortunate to see the growth. Um, And I think your numbers support that as well, right? The marketing has helped us grow that. I think providing elite levels of customer service, having an amazing team at TKI really is, is the genesis of all of that. But without the marketing, without the presence, if, if, if you're not out on Google, if you're not on, on these different social media, it, it's, it's going to be hard to grow a business. And we don't do a lot of traditional marketing. Um, we have our dumpsters and our storage containers painted blue with our logo on it. And then we're on the, the uh, online presence, whether it's social and Google, Google again. We don't do the print and radio uh, as much. So I, I think... Yes, we've seen the growth, but we couldn't have done it without some good marketing partners uh, and that marketing partner being data. So it's, it's, we see it on the P&L side. Um, the growth is there and it's been exciting. Awesome. So what you mentioned, new expansion, new market. This will be the last one we'll wrap up with here. But what can the people of uh, Buffalo, Minnesota expect in the surrounding areas now that you're moving in? Yeah, so I mean, primarily the focus is going to be on the dumpster side. Um, so uh, uh, we'll have a local presence uh, with the local staff providing the you know the simple dumpster solution. Whether you're roofing your house or you, you're doing a trash out where you got to clean out a garage or an attic, um, we'll be uh, providing that service. We acquired the plant demo, which has been in the Buffalo area for years and years. So you can expect a lot of the same. But give us a call; we'd love to bring you a dumpster. And I'm a customer too of TKIs. I've, I've purchased a, a few dumpsters myself so right. roll off dumpsters that's great yeah we need those sometimes don't we absolutely <laughs> yeah for sure gosh we could have kept going i have like 10 more questions but we don't have time so we'll have to do it at another episode but um tim thank you so much for sharing your story being on the show um very interesting love to hear about the growth both organic and through acquisition right um, just the whole integration thing sounds like you've done a really good job with that and building a good culture and, you know, being proactive about building your team. So super excited about that. And for those listeners out there who are in KRWC land, I'm sure that you're going to be excited to know that that TKI is in your town. So Luke, thanks so much for being here and helping host the show and for sponsoring the show. You guys have got a couple of big events coming up too that I thought we should touch on really quick. Yeah, we do. Thank you for the reminder. So on the 22nd of February, we do have an executive summit uh, that we are hosting at Earl Giles Distillery in uh, Minneapolis there. It's an uh, invite-only uh, type event, but if you want to reach out to me, I'll have my email included in the uh, the show notes uh, as well for somebody who listened to this and thought they might want to uh, take the path that Tim took actually 10 years ago where mm-hmm. he came to one of our educational events 
get to learn a little bit about our philosophy, how we do things, get, take walk away with some value no matter what, but also consider us as a potential partner as well. Super. Yeah, I, I've been to the Earl Gels Distillery, and it's a super cool venue, lots of parking. Um, yeah, it's a really cool venue. The food's really good, too, so I'm just telling you out there. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, you guys, once again, for being Thank on the you. show. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate re- your reviews and sharing and participating and sponsoring. Um, thanks so much, and join us again next time.